0: You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. For more great shows, like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation.
1: Hello, and welcome to the movie Graveyard. It is February, and February is always a time of love. Now, while I was trying to sit down and figure out what movie we could cover for February, you know, obviously the most romantic film ever made, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, always comes to mind. <laughs> but I have to be honest, my ass is a little chap. Like, I've been championing Halloween 3 Season of the Witch as being the most romantic and also the scariest film of all time. And in the last couple of years, all of a sudden, everybody's coming out of the woodwork to claim now they're suddenly Halloween 3 fans. So we're not doing Halloween 3. I actually picked a a little bit of a gem for my personal collection. This is a very rare film. It's hard to get a hold of. But I got a hold of it. You know, I wanted to cover it. But unfortunately, nobody else had a copy. So, you know, I had to kind of think outside the box. And I was thinking, well, you know, this is a different kind of movie, a romantic movie. Why do I want to sit around with a bunch of guys and talk about a romantic film? I really don't. So, what I did was, I was like, you know, the idea is springing mind. Right. I have to get a woman. What woman will I get to talk about my demon lover with me? And I figured I might as well just get my own significant other. I have a very special guest here today. How are you doing? Welcome to the movie Graveyard, your first ever experience. Tell the people your name or your fake name or how you want to be known as for this episode.
0: I am Ladybird and...
1: The original Lady yeah, Bird. Yeah,
0: that name I came up I've been going by that since before the movie came out, but it just so happens that it was Sweet Kismet because the movie's awesome. So, anyways, Lady Bird here.
1: <laughs> Alright, so Lady Bird is here with me. We're going to watch My Demon Lover. This film uh, legally is only available either on an old ass VHS or on a Warner Archive DVD which you have to purchase. I don't think any place rents Warner Archive DVDs. Um, we're going to go ahead and get the movie started here. If you have the Archive DVD, as soon as you press play, literally, I, I have this pause on the one-second mark. It's a purple background. that says New Line Cinema Presents. This like There's no studio special logo or nothing. Like, this shit just really starts rolling right away. <laughs> so I'm going to say one, two, three, go. And if by some miracle you happen to have a, co- a copy of My Demon Lover on DVD or whatever... If you want to follow along, have it one second mark, and when I say go, hit play on your remotes. All right, everybody, are you ready? This is like a live version here, because obviously we're not doing this off of Skype. We're doing it from a, um, a portable recorder. Hopefully it, you know, it lasts through the whole thing. We don't have technical problems. But anyway, all right, grab your remotes, everybody. One, two, three, go. All right, so... The movie's playing. It's a DVD. Already we can tell it looks like garbage, but what can we do? It's My Demon Lover. This is all Warner Brothers wanted to give us. So right away, we get the title credit. The star of the film, Scott Valentine, My Demon Lover. This was a big deal in 1987 when it came out. All right, first of all... We cut to a busy city. We see the lead actress. She's actually, doesn't look like she's, she's just standing by waiting for her, her like, cue to be called? Because everybody <laughs> else is, like, already walking across the street. She just was waiting to walk across the street. For a
0: second there, I thought she was, like, drinking a bottle of water or something from the van.
1: <laughs> well, like, yeah, like, it looked, yeah, she was, like, kind of hovering behind a van, which I wouldn't doubt if it wasn't, like, a production van or something. <laughs> but uh she wasn't even, like, on the sidewalk waiting for the thing. She was like... Now, here's the worst extra of all time here. Like, see this, like, punk rocker breakdancer guy? Watch. Like, when you're an extra in films, you're supposed to just be in the background and not draw attention to yourselves. Well, first of all, this guy's got outrageous outfit. Well, watch. Now he starts jumping over (laughs) my my parking meter things there.
0: He looks like Roger Strong.
1: (laughs) From the Honorable Ring. Yes. All right. Now... At first, like, because there's, like, a little, like, creepy clown robot that waves an eye of the comet for a second. I thought that was the same clown, but I don't think it is Mm because I don't think they shot this in the same place. I got the feeling when we watched this the other (laughs) night that this took place in New York. All right, let's talk about the lead actress. She just tried to give a biscuit in her mouth to a street (laughs) dog.
0: And then the dog was like, no way, dude, I want this whole bag. Yeah. (laughs) And then he
1: just disappeared. Yeah, he just ran away. (laughs) But yeah, this is um or it was I should say a New Line Cinema movie. New Line Cinema when I was a kid, like they put out all the like good kind of garbage that I really liked that any like young kid would like, you know what I mean? Just these outrageous movies that in no way, shape or form resembled um real life. But um when you're a kid I think that's kinda of what you want in a movie, you know what I mean? I
0: think this one's a perfect example of that.
1: Right. So, here we have the the actress here. She's coming home. Like, all these guys are, like, knocking her down because they're moving out. It turns out they're really... These guys, you know, this being (laughs) New York City or Toronto, wherever they filmed it. Excuse me. They're not really moving. They're just robbing her. And then, like, I was a little bit confused. What did you think about this? I was a little bit confused when I watched this because it turns out the main guy robbing her was her boyfriend.
0: Yeah, that's what... When we first saw this, I was... I thought she was just getting robbed, like some stranger was robbing her. But then, I, apparently, there—that's her. That was her boyfriend.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, so so far, like I don't know. We're probably like three minutes into this, and um, basically, uh, the main actress. This is really weird, and this kept throwing me off. I thought they were saying something else tonight, but the the main character lady, her name is Denny. Like, yeah. Like, I really didn't understand, like, what was the choice of that. But they, they set <laughs> up that she's, um like, da- I don't want to say down on her luck. She's just, like, low self-esteem, whatever. And now we're going to introduce her friend who kind of looks like Laura San Giacomo, but is not hmm. kind of spunky New York lady.
0: Who looks, like, 20 years older than
1: her friend. Yeah. And, like, we'll get into it, like, as the movie develops, but, like, this this friend character, like, I had no, I don't know, like, I had no idea really, like, what she, who she was, what she did for a job, because there's a few different things going on, and we'll get to it when we get to it. But, um, yeah, this this is the most confusing character, because this, this movie takes a lot of unexpected turns and twists, I would say, for a romantic comedy.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like... Oh, look here. I like this part because it shows all those cool old ads. Like L.A. gear yeah. and that, that Crush poster. Like It looks so good with all the fruit and everything on it. Like yeah. It makes me... It, when I first saw it, it, actually, I was like, oh, I want a Crush.
1: <laughs> and here we're introduced to the male lead of the film... Um, Scott Valentine from Made Famous by Family Ties. And it's hard to imagine because... That's he, what he's from. Yeah. He was,
0: he was so familiar looking.
1: Yeah, he played Mallory's boyfriend. I think yeah. Nick was his name. And uh, this guy was a huge star at the time because of that show. Like, even though he was like a secondary character or whatever, people like really like, you know, glommed onto him and liked him a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: And here he is in this movie. He plays a guy named Kaz who... He, Keep in mind, he's the male lead of the film, romantic lead, and he's a homeless musician.
0: Dirty as all heck.
1: Very dirty. Like he literally wears pretty much most of the same clothes.
0: I feel like if you, when you watch the movie, you could watch it in like that four D or whatever they do at movie theaters where you could smell the people.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can really smell. Now, right off the bat, already we get a glimpse. He there was a kind of a classy woman there with some cleavage. He looked at her boob, and then all of a sudden he had demon eyes. So. Yeah. That's where my demon lover comes into play, and this will all be hashed out very uh, shortly. If you're just, you know, you're not really following along with the movie, or maybe you haven't seen the movie, because my demon lover, I think, really the only time it ever got any major play was on videotape, and you know, like when when I uh, purchased this movie a couple months ago, I'd always been want to see it once I saw that it was available on DVD, because I have vague memories of this movie as a kid on cable or i always seen it at the video store, but I didn't remember much about it.
0: Well, it's funny because this part here, I would say even the whole beginning of the movie, to me, they kind of set it up like it's a horror movie. right? Like, I, I don't know, it's... Because... I feel like it's pieced into pieces on this because later on, the mood of the movie kind of changes. But at the initial onset of the movie like it feels like it's gonna be a scary movie
1: <laughs> well it, it has all the horror tropes that you would get out of the and keep in mind this at this time new line cinema was most famous for freddy krueger movies uh, yeah so like that was pretty much literally the thing that made them a real studio that, that actually gave them the ability to go out and make movies like this um so yeah we saw him on the subway and then the subway made a stop And there was another lady, like, on the platform that all of a sudden her face was slashed as the train went away. But we never saw him got off. We just... I think we're just supposed to assume, like, you know, like you said, like, the way it's... If this was a traditional horror movie, like, we would think he was the monster. And that he was responsible for that lady getting her face ripped off. And, I mean, the way the movie kind of plays is you are supposed to assume that. So here we get into... And this is what I was talking about with the friend character. Like, I'm so confused. Like, she stops by this place. Maybe she lives in the back because her sister runs this, like, voodoo shop. <laughs> like, another horror trope thing in the voodoo shop. Grigory. Yeah, Grigri shop. <laughs> and uh, they stop there, and her friend stops her to, like, change clothes in the back. So, like, I'm kind of guessing that her friend here, this is her sister's shop, but they live in the back somehow.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, they live in the stock room, or maybe there's like a stairway that goes to an apartment upstairs or something.
0: And then I like how people just call her, like, call the friend there and all that. Like they're yeah. just like, it's like their house.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, people are calling the Grigory shop and they're just like, answer the phone and bullshit in there. <laughs> yeah. And like, the Grigory shop, like, they got like little things of like basil and old playing cards and. Like, there's, like, um just a regular old-time Halloween thing of, like, uh, jelly beans in a tube. See it? Oh, yeah. It's, like, black jelly <laughs> it's beans. a with, devil head, doesn't yeah, it? With a devil head on it, yeah.
0: <laughs> and they kind of, I don't know, I feel like they kind of change his character a little bit, too, throughout the
1: movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's going every which way. Here he is. He's on the street. He's harassing some uh, Dixie Carter-looking lady. <laughs> um very 80s, this lady's shiny uh jacket. Um,
0: gives him some money for a coffee, yeah. Big
1: poopy He was asking to go because he's very horny, like he was like almost practically humping Oh, yeah, there's there.
0: all these supermodels here on this street,
1: yeah. Supermodels going up and down New York, New York City here <laughs>
0: at the swap meet,
1: yeah. Literally bumping in this, and everybody mistakes him for a homeless guy because big surprise, <laughs> he actually is, yeah, yeah. And here we get into like a little more of the I would I would say like the romantic comedy feeling where we see the women, they're at like a singles bar and there's like all these loser like desperate people like in the background hitting on each other (laughs) and then like can't remember if this is where the nerd pops up in a second, but I think so. And you always see these scenes in a movie, and I don't know like what this where this trope came from, but this was always the same in these movies where Like, the friend would be, like, downing drinks, and then usually the main person would be sitting there, like, sipping the same drink all night. Like, I don't know what that was about.
0: And I, I mean, obviously they did it on purpose, because she looks at it every time, but that dang napkin hanging from that glass every time she takes a drink, I'm like, take it off already.
1: Yeah, so gross.
0: (laughs) But it looks like they purposely did it, because, I mean, there's a hole in the middle of the napkin. Yeah. So they're talking about their dream men?
1: Yeah, their dream men. And uh, I think because the friend's constantly trying to cheer her up because of the ex-boyfriend Robert. Okay, now here's the nerdy guy. I mean, I don't even really remember what his name is. I'll just call him the nerd from here on end. <laughs> but uh, he's he's like a recognizable character actor, you know, like a little bit chubby, just a little bit bald, but not really. Goofy Got, looking. Like says, yeah. And the guy actually is... A great comic actor, like he, the way he constantly like, like all these little tricks he's doing, spilling his drink, but he's acting <laughs> like he don't realize. Like it's, it's all good, you know, comedy hijinks. There's a lot of like
0: lookalikes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you see somebody come on the screen, like, oh, that guy looks like somebody. That she looks like somebody.
1: <laughs> and like I could be wrong, but I swear, I'd have to look this dude up. But the nerd guy, I swear, I saw him play the son of Sam in a, in like a TV movie one time. <laughs> David Berger I like the I like, look at that guy chilling down there next to the friend that he's like, like now he's looking but he's got like a giant sweater like over his and then, and then he kind of walked back oh through. there's a guy gosh. with a mullet kind of look like Kurt Russell This guy's so gross. (laughs) Yeah, he's trying to hit on women, but he keeps... I guess he says he has allergies, so he keeps trying to, like, blow his nose on the napkins Well, he
0: asked them for a napkin. It wasn't just like, oh, excuse me, I gotta go clean out my nose or whatever. He just did it right then and there. And then cleaned his ear with it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then our main uh, female character, Denny, like, she just humors him. Like, they kind of know him. Like, the way I took it was they kind of know him from... uh, you know hanging out at this bar or whatever But she actually feels sorry enough to like talk to him
0: Yeah
1: And like he's kind of asking her out But she kind of Like she doesn't blow him off Like she kind of just doesn't answer and then that girl he spilled the drink on Looked like Robin Tunney <laughs> Well he, But he's still going on Spilling that drink That drink keeps getting more and more full As he walks around <laughs> so There's he can that spill napkin more. <laughs> Yeah napkin
0: well, like, the thing is, like, when the two girls are talking about their choice in men and all that, like, the main character, Denny, she, her choice is always, like, just above scumbag. Like,
1: right, yeah. <laughs>
0: to her, that's acceptable enough.
1: Because she has low self-esteem.
0: Like, really low self-esteem. Yeah,
1: getting abused in all ways. Like, this definitely wasn't, 1987 wasn't a, uh, hashtag time's up era <laughs> at all. Now here we go back to Cas, and I was kind of confused because like sometimes he has a saxophone with him, sometimes he doesn't. But he's homeless, so like where is he stashing this nice saxophone yeah. <laughs> to where it's not getting stolen all the time?
0: His trash can bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. And here he is. He 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 meets he meets this older guy who like sells like uh, basically snake oil and shit out of a suitcase.
0: Well, he's got a different
1: gimmick going
0: every time we sh-
1: he shows up. <laughs> but it's like a different gimmick kind of out of the same suitcase it seems like. Yeah. So
0: Well, until I didn't get in this first scene, like he just kind of seemed like a normal guy. Yeah. I didn't get oh, here he is. Oh my gosh. Oh,
1: yeah, he okay, he <laughs> Our main character, Cass, he's so horny, he, he literally just sexually assaulted a woman, grabbing her around the waist. <laughs> then, like, a female cop happened to be three feet away and chased him away.
0: Oh, here's this woman with her dog in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah, there's
1: just a lady with a dog in the middle of the street. And it almost actually got run over by a car that was passing by.
0: Well, then she pulled him out of the way, and then she just let him go back into the street again.
1: <laughs> now, here we have Denny walking home, I guess, after the bar... And explain to everybody uh, listening what what is Denny wearing here? She's wearing a zoot suit, <laughs> like legit, like with the waistline of pants hiked up to her belly button. Yes, and she's even got like the pocket watch hanging out.
0: Yeah, she does. I just noticed that. Yeah. Oh, somebody just creepily passed by.
1: Yeah, and now we get like the Jason stalker cam here, <laughs> going up like going up her ass almost.
0: There's the lady with the dog again. Yeah. Still on
1: the street. <laughs> and now we cut Uh-oh. to a demon hand going down a rail. And then in the background now, oh. it's like all blurred out. The lady's getting all sliced, sliced up.
0: But he was wearing a red jacket. A red
1: jacket. Yeah, you got to remember red jacket. Okay, now this is like the part of the story where like it started getting confused. <laughs> like I would say everybody in this movie, like all the characters, they're supposed to roughly probably be like you say in their late 20s
0: yeah i guess so like the girls and
1: and i think kaz is actually younger than the girls but we'll leave that alone (laughs) but now we suddenly and i get like we've established that there's like this killer demon on the loose somehow but now we cut to like a a mid to late 50s oh my Yeah, New York detective cop. To me, this was, like, the worst casting. Yeah. And now Denny's friend here, the lady who looks like Laura San Giacomo, <laughs> she's waiting in this guy's office. Like, he's fending off all these reporters who want to know about the demon killer. And, like, she's in there, like, all horned up waiting for this old man. I mean, I'd say this guy's probably... at least. I mean, I don't know how old this this guy was when he made this movie, but he looks like he's possibly old enough... To maybe be her father.
0: Yeah. I thought it was strange too when I first saw him. Because they mentioned him in the, I think when they're in the scene in the, in the Grigri shop. Right. And so when she shows up here and they show this guy, I had, I made no connection that that was supposed to be her love interest. Her love
1: interest? And I'm confused, like, oh my does she work at the police station? No, because this is a New Line cinema movie. Ugh. New line cinema. Here we uh, have a, a random fucking Larry Bud Melman cameo so at gross. at this house. And and there's like a girl walking out of the bathroom. This is like a health food sh- a restaurant, really. There was a girl a second ago walking out of the bathroom with like a nosebleed. Oh, uh, Larry Bud Melman, this old guy. He used to always pop up on the um, oh. original David Letterman show. <laughs> He's eating this glop that comes out of the machine, and he go he just dies. He just like peeled over. He dies like face down. And the lady running the restaurant is Lynn Shay, who is now famous for being an actress from something about Mary in the Sidious movies. But she was married to the guy who ran uh, New Line Cinema. Oh wow.
0: That's so, interesting.
1: Yeah. So that so that's how on these old movies But what's funny is you think, okay, this lady's like married to like a guy who runs a studio. And like all these little bit parts never added up that her husband gave her. Like they never added up to anything. Yeah. And then later she like got her acting career like just separate.
0: Oh see there he goes. He's got a saxophone in
1: there. In the garage. <laughs> yeah, so oh. so Denny is eating at this nasty glop restaurant. And like literally, Cass starts coming out of like a, a pile of trash on the curb.
0: Smells of food.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Smells her. She.
0: I can. I could not <clears throat> comprehend what the heck kind of hamburger she was supposed to be eating.
1: It's like a tofu burger, but it's like really filled with berries or yeah, something.
0: Yeah, some funky stuff. And somehow it had a good smell that he wanted to eat it. He
1: literally <laughs> crawled out of the garbage to come bigger. And he's begging like a dog, like he's just like now. This is like a street side, you know, sidewalk cafe. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, yeah, he asks for a bite. This dirty homeless guy, and he literally grabs it and just like,
0: oh, it's the, uh, this, oh. And gosh.
1: then he spits it out all over, and he keeps Jesus. spitting and spitting it out like on purpose, all over her clothes. <laughs> Spring. And she's actually
0: all dressed up this time yeah. for the first time in the movie.
1: <laughs> and it's not like he just does, does a spit take and then the rest of the scene goes on. Like, he keeps talking and there's constantly yeah. shit rolling out of his mouth in the scene. Yeah. It's very gross. Very gross, like... And then it's, yeah, her, uh. her her dress is all stained. It's very gross for what was supposed to be a romantic movie. You know and I mean?
0: somehow she's going to fall in love
1: with it. She's still going to fall in love with this <laughs> fucker.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: The one thing he doesn't have, though, for being homeless, the one thing he doesn't have is he doesn't have homeless hair. He's always got, like, perfectly coiffed, yeah. like, 80s yep. Duran Duran hair.
0: <laughs> He's got to have something going for him <laughs> to yeah. make her be attracted to him. <laughs> what was that? Pepto-Bismol? Yeah, he just he
1: just <laughs> has a bottle of Pepto-Bismol, like, in his, in his I guess, it's in his jacket. I
0: never even noticed that's what it was.
1: That he drinks, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and obviously he's hitting on her because he's so horny. Like, he doesn't know why he's so horny and out of like control, but he is. So he hits on it. literally every woman. So, like, like let's say, like, the night before some other girl would have fell for his homeless, like, <laughs> Lothario hijinks. Like, technically, like, this rest of this story would have never happened because he would have been off with another woman. Yep.
0: But he was in love with her, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He fell for her. (laughs) He's in love with everybody. Now, here he he tries to write a check from a checkbook that he stole from, I think, a doctor, he said. Yeah, and some credit cards. And some credit cards, yeah. So, I mean, right off the bat, like, this is totally breaking all the rules of modern movie making and, like, you know, uh, likability of characters and whatnot. She's already starting to fall for him. She's playing hard to get. But in a way it's kinda realistic though because he's like a hunky, handsome, homeless guy who robs people. <laughs> with an earring. Yeah, oh, with I earring, just saw that. Yeah. Steals <laughs> checkbooks. Like it's kinda realistic though, because you always hear about like those um those mugshot uh sexy felons on Facebook and shit that all women go crazy for. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, like so women do like some uh, you know, some, uh, criminal types
0: oh he's pretending he's sick
1: yeah pretending he's sick so you know she takes him in
0: oh and she's so sympathetic to everybody she wants yeah. to take care of everybody
1: <laughs> see but like I actually think he was a choice a good choice to play the demon lover cause like he, there's, like, a lot of times where he just, like, throwing on these facial expressions. Yeah. And he's got, like, no prosthetics on nothing, but, like, his teeth look pointy. His eyes, like, look all beady. Like, he does yeah. he does a good job, like... Yeah, he's got the right look. Yeah.
0: Where's she going now, though? She just left her house.
1: Yeah, she's running oh, away from gosh. her house. Oh. Yep, he's, yeah... He's just grabbing and groping her now. Oh, my gosh. This is
0: If anybody saw that on the street, yeah. you would immediately right. call the police or
1: something. Now she couldn't see it because, you know, his face was turned away from her. But while he was hugging her, his oh, face, yeah. he kind of turned into a werewolf. And then he had to run away before something bad happened. So, yeah.
0: Now she's strolling these scary streets again. At
1: nighttime, yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, there's a so- red jacket. Somebody
1: in a red jacket. Could be Kaz. Could be a, you know... I mean, at this point, like they just wanted to think, want you to think it's him. Yeah, but like I have to say, like because I, you know, I hadn't seen this movie since I was a kid, and I don't even know if I really ever saw it all the way through. I just remember bits and pieces of it. I could have just seen parts of it on cable or whatnot. But like when we watched this the other night, this movie, like it really took me surprised by how mm-hmm. like. The usually like the most focused part of any movie is like the first twenty minutes. here we have her ex boyfriend just showing up to like literally like pretty much mug her and, and beat her beat up beat her yeah i
0: that's what I mean like the mood of this the like the mood of this movie changes throughout because it's like. There was a horror movie at first, and then all of a sudden it's a rom-com, and yeah. now it's like this, like, scary thriller. Like, this guy's gonna, like, what is he gonna do? He looks so scary, he's gonna, like, kill her or what? Like,
1: yeah, but well, not I
0: mean, in a, like, horror movie way, but just more like in a battery way.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, here's this guy with the hair. What's, who's this?
1: Yeah, there's a guy, a de- <laughs> there's a demon guy with a huge bald spot and completely different hair than what Cass has. And a flat top. <laughs> yeah. It's just... I mean, like, every time you see the demon in this movie, it's, like, a completely different look.
0: It actually really is a different one every time.
1: Yeah, like, literally every single time he transforms. And I wonder why that was, like... I
0: know that why the consistency was so terrible.
1: <laughs> but what I was getting to before is, like, usually movies, the first, like, 30 minutes are the most focused. Like, that's what they're doing the setup. up. Yeah. This movie, like, it really, like, jumps around in terms of just... It almost feels like a bunch of little weird vignettes to yeah. open up, you know? And then, you know, I was like, when we're like, this point in the movie the other night when we were watching I was kind of like, where is this going? Like, this feels so, like, sloppy. Like, it didn't, it, didn't, it wasn't, like, gelling like, a real movie.
0: Yeah, that's what I, I was going to bring that up earlier before I got distracted with L.A. Gear and Crush, but, uh, yeah, yeah I was going to say how now a lot of the times, well, there's one specific movie, but, um... How sometimes now, because there are different directors, supposedly, like, the movie seemed yeah put together with different pieces. You could tell a different director made different parts or whatever. This one really feels like that for some reason, even though it's, like, a short, you know, little romantic movie. Like, I, f- I just kept feeling like it was just different.
1: Yeah, like, this almost felt like a movie that had no director, like, at first. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it just seemed like they were just had the script and like they were just calling action and shooting shit at first you know yeah but finally he he makes his way into Denny's apartment and uh they start having you know like all these movies you know romantic comedies the the guy and the girl they got to start out like hating each other and arguing nonstop
0: yeah they got to spar yeah. Build up that sexual tension.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know how much sexual tension you're going to have with a guy who you know sleeps in piles of garbage. <laughs> and is covered in soot. <laughs> covered in soot. Yeah. Look, he looks like he's been climbing down. Maybe that's how he got the checkbooks. He was climbing down chimneys <laughs> to rob people. But even
0: so, look how she's looking at him so lovingly. <laughs> like, yeah. Like he's the love of her
1: life. <laughs> well, I think you're supposed to get the idea that she kind of has... Um, um like a lost puppy type syndrome you know yeah. what i mean cuz obviously she takes in all these losers and stuff and now he's very tired cuz he just transformed back from being a demon to <laughs> scare her abusive ex-boyfriend away <laughs> and the joke of the of her getting robbed was that you know The boyfriend robbed her and he was pissed off because he didn't want her to throw a birthday party. Oh, that's right. (laughs) And later they revealed, like, well, the birthday party was actually for her because it was her birthday. So she got robbed on her birthday.
0: Yep.
1: (laughs) So she can't, you know, send Kaz out into the rain now because now it started raining. Can't send a homeless guy out into the rain, you know. (laughs) Because, like, even though he lives outside, like, all the time and should be used to it by now. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. He's going to get tempted. Yeah, this is very weird, like, I don't even know how to describe this apartment, like, it's not a loft, it's just, like, like there's, like, windows all throughout it to different rooms, so it, he's sitting in the living room, and he can see through a window into the kitchen, <laughs> and then the kitchen has a window that you can then see into, like, her bedroom bathroom area. So she puts her robe on to go talk to him, but she leaves it open, Yeah,
0: and then she walks away, and then she... She's about to take it off again. <laughs> she should have just walked out there without the robe.
1: But like, don't you? I mean, obviously, this is—and um, I don't think this is a set. I think this is a real place in New York, or where they filmed it. Yeah. But like, who the hell would build this? Where like somebody's like eating breakfast, and they can look into your bedroom? Like it's just bizarre.
0: <laughs> That's how all those like kind of small places are, though. Oh, here's demon number what
1: two or three or three four. or four. <laughs> well, yeah, he look he looks like he looked like he turned into a werewolf there and yeah. right now. That's why I wonder if some of these were like a combination of masks that they rented or something.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: But um, so yeah. So he he, he turned it because he he basically um the gist of it is when he gets horny, he turns into a demon.
0: I can't remember what they call what they're calling the killer. Is it strangler or mangler?
1: I think it's the mangler because everybody gets slashed up by him.
0: Here, she brings him breakfast, yeah. which consists of some dry toast, <laughs> yeah,
1: and a in a jar of jelly. He's <laughs> spread that shit on himself, and
0: half a glass of orange juice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I did think it was a good um, attention to detail that there was like a little dog bed, or maybe it was a dog or a cat. Oh my gosh, they they didn't say, but like. I can't tell what's in there, if it's a stuffed animal, but she said she had a, a pet that ran away the week before. Yeah. So I actually was surprised that they put in the detail of the, <laughs> the dog or cat bed back there. I didn't even see that. Yeah. It looks real. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, it looks like there's a dog in there. I can't tell because it's a blurry ass DVD.
0: Yeah.
1: But it looks like, but I think it's a stuffed animal with dogs sitting back there. Yeah. Kaz, Kaz is running out here. He's got to put on his dirty and scuffed Air Jordan ones and run around.
0: Is this a conversation where they're talking about being just friends?
1: <laughs> I think so. Yeah, and and then he's just like, like he's got to play it off because like he doesn't understand like why he really like turns into a demon when he gets horny, yeah, or why he's horny. So like this thing is like, I get he has a curse that when he gets horny, he turns into a demon. But they never really understand why he's horny so much unless it's just that he just has, like, blue balls because he's, you know, he's basically got to be a virgin, I think. Well, we also made the observation, too, again, like,
0: at the beginning of the movie, it was, like, at the very sight of a female. Yeah. Whether she was, like, clothed or partially clothed. He was going crazy for everybody yeah. on the streets. And now there's this girl that he's, like, really actually crazy about. And, like, he's not turning into a demon every second of the day yeah. <laughs> looking at her.
1: I mean, a little bit when she was climbing into her robe. But, yeah. But, not, I mean, just now, like, he's standing face to face with her. Yeah. And he's, he, you know, he's not turning into a demon or whatever.
0: You would think that they're standing so close. There's that tension there. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is when they're
1: just friends. Yeah, this is the feminine. Of... <laughs> well, you know, I never put two and two together. Maybe I'm wrong. we will have to keep track of it as the movie goes along. <laughs> but it seems like he only turns into the demon at nighttime oh, as well. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. That ice cream.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here he is. with the, He's got the saxophone again. And her air Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Now, keep in mind this, like, romantic-friendly montage of all these hijinks, you know, running around at the park or whatever. At the adult playground? Yeah, most of it they shot all at the adult, adult playground. Whoa. But all these hijinks, like, he's always wearing the same dirty shit the whole time. Yep. <laughs> Finally, we get some nice scenery here of, you know, one of these classic New York bridges you always see in every movie shot in New York.
0: Now things are getting sweet and romantic,
1: yeah, <laughs> like really like sweetest day.
0: <laughs> oh, that was what they were talking about um, there was a shot earlier where they showed the radio when she was taking the quote unquote breakfast out to him, mm. and they said on the radio that um Somebody someone had been attacked in yeah. front of the greegree shop or coming out of the greegree shop right, and it was this the best friend's
1: sister, yeah, yeah. who ran the greegree yeah. shop.
0: That was real subtle, though. I mean, they kind of showed the radio, yeah. but, I mean, you kind of had to pay attention to see that it actually had to do with one of the characters that mattered.
1: <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. You just would have thought, from what was on the radio, that, you know, it was just a random person. Yeah. Now, here we have, you know, I'd say this is really getting more like a horror movie again. Yeah. Because the, the sister who got attacked, she's... Um, she like we're actually seeing like a flashback of what happened to her, kinda like she's trying to remember and it's basically just her scared in an alleyway with the a, a clawed hand and then we see then we see the demon that attacked her like real close. But it's like a demon that like we haven't seen before, so
0: like a horned devil demon. But it's
1: hard guy. to, yeah, it's hard to say if it's Kaz or not because he turns into a different type of demon every time he gets horny. So
0: that's also kind of misleading too because he does look different every time,
1: right? And I guess he does shape shift a little bit later. <laughs> like they stay consistent with the inconsistency. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is this is just a really strange mishmash for a romantic comedy they have like like this is like some serious uh tension and drama between the 58 year old cop <laughs> and the the 31 year old um yeah sexy friend or whatever it's strange
0: oh this guy again
1: cut back to the nerd he's back <laughs> he's in a phone booth he's uh he's harassing denny on the phone trying to get a date still
0: talking to the answering machine
1: yeah <laughs> I feel like that was a big thing in the 80s, too, was um, somebody trying to ask for a date on an answering machine and, like, getting all, like, nervous and tongue-tied. Meanwhile, she's out and about
0: with Dirty Guy here.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And we gotta say, he always has, like, the perfect, like, four-day, five-day stubble going on, too. Like, it never grows more. He never has to shave it. Oh, see, he's got. Oh, well, I guess it's the same one. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like it's the, like it's the same case, but it looks like there's like different shit in it every time we see him.
0: I don't think he had like the green setup with the cards last time.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Like the shit on the shelves was different. Yeah, and I have to say, like this is where watching it, like for me, it started like becoming more like a real movie here.
0: Yeah, this is when you finally understand that this guy knows what's up.
1: yeah yeah basically the uh the elderly black gentleman here he uh running all his snake oil he he also actually does know because he he can spot that this guy is an undercover demon like every time he meets him that's why he gets nervous being around him at first but eventually they kind of become buddies here yeah (laughs) and i like like finally he's just like you know you got the the curse or whatever and they give it like a real corny name but um, basically, he's like, he's, like, he's like, okay, we can, like, delve into your past and watch a flashback happen. He's like, come around here. <laughs> he opens up, like, a little door, and he, and he makes a joke about crystal balls are too expensive. So he has, like, a crystal doorknob here <laughs> with a piece of a door.
0: I actually thought that was really creative. Yeah. Instead of having a crystal ball.
1: <laughs> so he, tours, he turns the doorknob, and then, like, we start watching this flashback. Like, happen in the doorknob, kind of. It's it's, it's kind of like a special effect thing here.
0: I'm trying to remember the word they use. Polotsky Pul- or something. Yeah, yeah it's like Polotsky. Something like that.
1: And then, like, because um, basically what happens is we get the flashback. I thought it was weird, too. It's like a flashback of these three boys pushing a, another young boy, like, <laughs> y'all go in here, do this, like, Whatever. <laughs> And then there's, like, a 12-year-old girl in there, you know, like, all these, I'd say these kids are probably about 12 or something. Yeah. So they started making out, and I couldn't tell if it was, like, they were, like, pushing him in there, like, 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 oh, like, you do it, you know, like, they were afraid to make out with a girl, or if, if like, they already, like, took turns with her, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And then the the girl's uh, grandma comes home, and they play. They kind of play it like she's like a gypsy or something.
0: Yeah, because they're Romanian.
1: Yeah, and she shoots like a lightning bolt, like onto his crotch, and like, like I'd say like his crotch, upper pubic area. <laughs> it's like it's literally like Star Wars, like shooting lightning. Out Pazaski. Of your because it sounds like possessed, but it's like possessed. That's
0: right. I was—I knew it sounded like a normal word, but they were pizzazz. That's what they were saying. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah so
1: nasty. He, yeah. He opens up his drawers here <laughs> and we see Scott Valentine's real pubic hair. <laughs> and above his pubic hair is like a scar where the pizzazz hit him.
0: It kind of looked like a skull and crossbones.
1: <laughs> I thought it kind of like looked in the shape of like a beetle or something. Yeah. <laughs> So they're talking, you know, how do we get it? How do we get rid of it? And the guy says, you know, the curse is, like, you got to pass it on to somebody close to you or whatever. You're like, basically, you got to do, like, a great deed that redeems your soul to, like, get the curse off of you. But then, you know, somebody close to you is going to catch it. Yeah.
0: Somebody you care about. I can't remember if he said, uh... Somebody close to you or somebody you care about, because like those two things make a difference. <laughs> well, well, yeah,
1: and uh he says close to you, and so the whole movie we think it means like somebody you love. Yeah. But it can, but there's kind of a hijink at the end, and we'll we'll see how that plays out later.
0: But even I don't know, even either one of those too, like the kind of the way it plays out in the end, I'm still confusing.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: This guy, reading about maniacs.
1: Yeah, like, it's it's kind of funny, like, you know, how you see shit in, like, movies that you don't see for real. It's like, when have you ever seen somebody standing in, like, in an alleyway reading a newspaper? You
0: know? <laughs> standing up against the wall. Oh, this guy's still trying. The
1: nerd is still on the phone trying to get dates. Why are those people running by in the background? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know why, I just assumed he was at that, um singles bar but i guess he's just uh, i guess he's at the just on the street though
0: and then this weirdo
1: yeah there's like another old man bum <laughs> yeah he actually makes a joke at her expense
0: <laughs> she's happy to come home to her new man
1: yeah and she's kind of like a quirky whatever like she's got like a kind of like a bowling shirt on that has fire hydrants oh how sweet yeah so all of a sudden he's been wearing these same dirty clothes now he's dressed (laughs) like a fucking clown with like an oversized like green shirt and like a bow tie on
0: with some chef pants
1: some chef pants (laughs) yeah like i I guess he's finally like cleaned up now he He
0: finally took a shower
1: (laughs) yeah he's throwing her a birthday party like a week late and instead of a birthday cake, she gets a pizza with, with candles in it. That's my kind of party. Yeah. <laughs> and of course they're always drinking wine. And by drinking wine I mean holding a glass of wine that has like <laughs> a little bit of wine in it.
0: Uh oh, now she wants to start getting serious.
1: Yeah, this is where she starts breaking the friends up. Like she she just you know, she decides there's more here than friendship. It's time that they start doing it pretty much. <laughs>
0: With his giant present that he obviously wrapped himself.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Takes out. It's her TV that got stolen. (laughs) But now we cut to the newspaper on the table about the maniac mauler.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's like, they never really let you be happy in this movie. Yeah, never. (laughs) There's always some killing that's like right, right by... But even,
0: I don't know, there's, like, so many, like, lines within the dialogue, too, that she, of lines that she says that are, like, so sad because she has such, yeah. like, a low self-esteem about herself. And it's, like, even that kind of was, like, you want to kind of get into the their relationship, but then she'll say something It's like, oh, you're just doing this because you
1: <laughs> don't like yourself. So sad, yeah. So she she starts sucking on his ear now. Oh, and, that's so
0: gross! <laughs> and,
1: like, there's some bad special effects in movies, but there's some good ones. So, like, there's a quick shot of his ear actually like yeah. shriveling up, suck, sucking into his head.
0: Yeah, that was surprising. It's cool too because like they flash it so fast, but like you could still obviously see what it is. Yeah. So he's got to take a cold shower.
1: So he literally jumps in the shower. <laughs> you know, she doesn't understand why he's acting so crazy, and, and she's
0: so mad. So she decides to jump in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if you're crazy, I'll be crazy, too. (laughs) We're
0: meant to be together. Did you notice her earrings? Like, one's a little dog bone, and I think the other side is, like, a dog or a dog house or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. She's almost like a pet detective.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's a dog. Yeah,
1: it is a dog. So here, basically, is where, you know, the... The crux of the movie, the rest of the setup. He's going to come clean. That you know he got the Pizosky on him, and he, <laughs> you know he he can't do uh, anything to whatever without getting worked up and uh, turning into a demon. And she promises, she crosses her heart, she's not going to
0: be mad about whatever he says.
1: Mm-mm. That's
0: wrong with him. Hey, his hair is actually all flat.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's wet. It's
0: like he got a haircut. <laughs>
1: Well, this is 40 minutes into the movie and I gotta say if this was like a modern movie I feel like this scene would have been happening like 15 minutes into the movie yeah <laughs> but I think he actually does a good job acting here yeah I, I guess we should take a second to talk about Scott Valentine he was a big star family ties um Family Ties he started in eighty five. This movie came out eighty seven. So this is pretty much like the first big thing he booked yeah. after, you know, <laughs> whatever. And it's only his his only major starring role that I know of. Like I know he's in some other movies later and some B movies in the nineties. But he was actually, believe it or not, a really classically trained actor and before he got um Family Ties, he was up for, I want to say it was Gardens of Stone, it was like a real serious early 80s drama, or I hmm. guess mid-80s, and then he got Family Ties, and he always kind of, because he, he had to play such an airhead guy on Family Ties, like, he always felt like it was like, <laughs> like, not not so much that he was being wasted, but like, he didn't think it was right that he was making so much money, like, basically doing nothing as an actor, you know? Yeah. And, like, I think he wanted to do more challenging stuff. And, I mean, if you look at his, like, IMDb, like, I mean, he stayed busy for a while. But I don't I don't think he got to do, like, all that serious stuff that he wanted to. Because he was doing, like, a lot of theater and stuff, too.
0: Yeah.
1: And it looks like right now he's pretty much not acting anymore. Like, he has another career. Um, finally, they start making out. And they're kind of like, well, damn it. You know, we'll just deal with the demon hijinks when they come. Well, here's my thing. Like, she's pretty much
0: naked. I mean. Yeah. And, I mean, she's showing as much skin as she has. But he wasn't all turned on by her like he was with the women on the street. Yeah. (laughs) And then pretty much that back and forth they just had was like, he was telling her, come on, get me all hot and bothered and, like. She's like, well, maybe I will. But it's like, well, don't you think she looks hot with the way she's got her body, like, all out and everywhere yeah. for you? <laughs> like... And you guys just
1: jumped out of the shower. Yeah.
0: I like her slippers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like... I kind of remember those type of slippers. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, the, the latest update I have on Scott Valentine is he actually works with a funding company Ooh. where they... um the they try to find new companies to invest in. Oh, that. like
0: the angel thing? No.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that, but like all his stuff, like the angel investors or whatever. Yeah, like his like his his thing that he works with is he only invests in um, uh, companies that work on renewable energies. Wow, that's so, cool. So yeah, like at least he's doing good. You know, positive work now. You know, there's, he doesn't have a sad story or anything. Yeah. Oh. All right, now here we get into, like, the demon <laughs> transformation, which I'm sure was inspired by American Werewolf London. First, his butt grows oh. big. Then, literally, like, his spine, like, pops out. And then, like, his head, like, starts really, like, um, expanding. Oh, my God. Oh, he and then, was
0: demon number five yeah, or
1: six or whatever. totally. Now he's, like, an old man, fat, bald <laughs> demon. Like, literally fat with, like, a rubber gut on and everything. <laughs> and I almost wonder, like... And I really have no idea because I, there was, there's not too much behind the scenes information on this movie and this DVD don't have no special features, but I always wonder if it was really Scott <laughs> Valentine and all this rubbery ass makeup yeah. or, or if they just had guys come in and film this shit real quick.
0: And then she's calling him over like a dog. <laughs>
1: Yeah, before she was like, well, you know, let's just make out, have sex, see what happens when you turn a demon. Now she's begging for him to jump into the cold shower.
0: I didn't understand that. She's like, I can take it, let's do this. And then now she's like, "Ah, I hate you.
1: (laughs) He really looks like a kind of like hook nose, witchy kind of Uncle Fester type character now.
0: Well, it's funny because, like, I mean, I watched, you know, years and years of, like, Buffy and Angel. And there's, like, so many different demons that they have on there. And I swear, like, every demon that pops out in this movie is, like, some version of one of those yeah. um, those shows. <laughs> like, I, they all look so familiar to me.
1: <laughs> so the nerd is still at the phone booth trying to call. And finally she picks up the phone and starts talking to him. But, like, th- like scott valentine or whoever is playing this demon now like like he, the way he starts acting like really weird in his voice in this scene was like Ooh. oh yeah like i it totally seemed like a different like character like yeah
0: like and even the i don't know the demon itself like it shows up so different from like yeah. what you would think
1: so he like he did his thing where like he climbed out the window because he was too horned up. i mean like what is it you know we're supposed to be led to believe that he goes out malls for his sexual gratification, but like it's almost like he has to climb out the window and jerk off or something, like because then he always comes back.
0: And then, like, where is he going? Everybody's gonna see him the way he looks.
1: Right, it's New York City, and like they've literally established that any time you walk down the street in New York City, there's 20 people walking by at all times. Like somebody, <laughs> yeah. somebody has to see this demon like running around everywhere.
0: So now she's saying she's going to take it into her own hands cuz her sister was attacked.
1: Yeah, this is the friend. She's going back to her middle-aged cop lover who just wants to sit around all day being old and dorky and <laughs> wearing these big glasses. Which to be fair, like if a demon is slashing everybody up and it's not a demon all the time, it you know turns back into a human. It would be pretty hard to ID, him, I guess. Yeah. Even if you did have witnesses.
0: Well, but they think he—they think the killer is just a regular guy, though. Right. They don't want to believe that it's something supernatural.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like their folly. Why they can never possibly catch him?
0: Oh, because in this scene, she's telling him that. When her sister was having those memories of what she saw, she was able to see him too.
1: Almost like a twin or something. Yeah,
0: so she's trying to tell the guy, like, you know, it's not human what you're looking for. And he doesn't, he thinks
1: she's crazy, basically.
0: Here they're back at the adult playground. Yeah,
1: then he's at the adult playground. <laughs> you know, now she, like, misses... Uh because he turned into a demon and and she's watching these this guy and this girl run around the park <laughs> oh. and kiss and like the, this guy and girl really literally fall into the dirt and they're just making out and like <laughs> look like they're getting ready to bone on the playground <laughs> and like in the broad daylight it is an adult
0: playground <laughs> it is
1: <laughs> oh. now here she's walking by that health restaurant place which is I saw the sign this time it's called Kelpatopia
0: oh. Only she would be happy to see a guy digging in the trash.
1: Yeah, she, run, she runs up thinking it's Kaz, but it's just some other dirty... All the dirty homeless guys have, like, the same dirty, like, <laughs> Raylon magenta blazer in this.
0: And the poofy, curly hair.
1: Yeah. I'm still not clear at all what Denny's supposed to do for a living. I was
0: gonna ask that earlier when she came home. I was like, "Where does she work? Does by the she way?
1: work <laughs> at the Gris shop or like what? I don't know. It's just it's so does her in her friend. I don't know what her friend does.
0: They haven't really shown her at no, her job.
1: Not at all. She catches Cas trying to sneak out.
0: But what's he doing there? I can't remember.
1: <laughs> I think he was just getting his stuff because he had like a backpack that he was like
0: he's she somehow convinced him to go on a date
1: <laughs> yeah they're they're at a bar
0: oh this is when he's gonna show his true colors
1: yeah <laughs> this is kind of like from this point on like the movie finally kind of kicks into high gear and starts getting like a more you know streamlined direction i'd say and things start to get picked up a notch. So he's not wearing that dirty white t-shirt anymore,
0: but he is still wearing the dirty blazer.
1: Yeah, he finally got out <laughs> of the dirty t-shirt, but now he's still wearing the dirty blazer. Like, it, it's really not much of an upgrade. So, this being your first uh, exposure to the great Scott Valentine... <laughs> who was just like, I think you're far too young to really remember, you know, his heyday. Like, what, I understand this movie's kind of weird and all over the place, but just your perspective, like, what did you think of him as an actor?
0: I liked him. I just wish that the character had been, like, more consistent. But, like, even though they show him, like, being all dirty and stuff all the time, like, I can see the, the you know, the attraction of putting him as a, lead a romantic right male cause it, when you look beyond the dirty clothes like he is a cute guy
1: yeah I was gonna show you a picture of what he, what he looks like now pretty much looks the same just with grey hair oh
0: wow <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: but yeah just like you know watching this it's not like I was ever a fan of him, but, like, I had remembered him because the hysteria around him was so big. Like, I had remembered him as, like, being, or, like, just being bigger than, you know. Here he is in his hunky heyday from oh, Family Guy. Uh, oh, so, see, yeah. Yeah. You can see he's so a he's hunky a guy. guy. Yeah. But, like, I just remember him as, like, being around more, but he really didn't do that that much. I mean, he has 62 credits as an actor, but... Not a whole lot. Like he did a lot of like, um, like uh, TV shows where he was like on one episode. You know, what yeah, I
0: mean? guest starring. Yeah. Here he goes. He's about to sh- show it. Yeah. What he's really all about. Uh oh. He's starting to go crazy.
1: No other memorable movies though. Yeah, this is what happens. Her friend actually takes pity, I guess, on just hanging out with the nerd here. So, the nerd and her friend sit down at the table to talk with them. And her friend, all of a sudden, who really hasn't been dressing that. She really hasn't been dressing slutty this whole movie, I don't think. All of a sudden, she's got this shirt on where her just boobs are, like, in full view. And of course, Kaz gets super horny, like he was in the beginning of the movie. Denny gets jealous. But her friend, like, she sees his demon eyes and starts to realize. Like, she starts thinking, obviously, Kaz is the demon slasher guy who attacked her um, brother, or I mean, her sister.
0: So, Denny saw him react this way, and you would think, at this moment, she'd be like, oh, forget you, dude, you suck. But nope, she's like, oh, let's go away from here. Let's go home and get away.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And here her friend goes to the Grigri shop to get this magic dagger that, like, they kind of half-assed set up before, but not really... There wasn't much, you know, put into it. just supposedly. This is the de- the dagger that will uh, it kill kills a demons. demons. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now he's in trouble.
1: <laughs> I guess I should have looked this up before, but um, to see what the friend's name is, Sonia is the friend's name. Oh, okay. I had no idea what it, what her <laughs> name was.
0: So after she goes and sees her man oogling this woman's boobs. Yeah. Now she wants to go home and make out with him.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's well, it's just kinda but I but I guess she understands the curse or whatever, so
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean in all the scenes where he's shown himself as a demon, like she gets all like upset at him about it.
1: Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> he really he really transforms into like a really gross and I'd say this version of the demon now is, like... And this was the version that they always oh. showed, like, in the previews and stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's almost like a gargoyle demon, huh? Yeah. With the horns and shit. Yeah. Like, small horns. But he, he's, like, an old, like, crusty, like, rotting, wrinkly, just nasty gargoyle-looking <laughs> she, demon.
0: She's all grossed out with him.
1: But she's making out with him. I know. I mean, let me look at Good. it. I think for, I think, I think for me... And obviously, like, because he's a demon, he has some supernatural power, so shit's starting to, like, shake around the apartment. I think for me, like, what's grossest about this version of the demon is, like, the hair. Like, it looks really (laughs) gross coming out the back of his head.
0: (laughs) I thought that was cool with the glasses.
1: Yeah, stuff's flying around what's what's funny is he's scared too
0: i know <laughs> why are you scared is
1: your demon powers motherfucker
0: but he's never dealt with that before i
1: think it's supposed to be like he never got this far having sex yeah. i mean they're not having sex but you know he
0: never got that worked up
1: yeah
0: oh my gosh, she's gonna explode or yeah. something oh,
1: oh. <laughs> I, he acts like the alien's gonna pop out I know. of his chest I know. <laughs>
0: Oh, and the neighbors are
1: screaming. Yeah, oh, neighbors,
0: down. what's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: He starts running around. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he's banging his head in a brick wall. Now he backs oh. up so he can get a good running start. Oh my gosh! He runs. Oh. He runs and rams yeah. his head into this brick wall, and it makes his head like pop down into his body. That's
0: actually a really cool effect because it looks like it's really him doing it. Yeah, then his head goes in. <clears throat>
1: And now, oh. now he pulls his head back out, and he's like this ugly, like <laughs> almost like a Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey looking guy from Cable Guy, <laughs> from Dumb and Dumber with the haircut. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. <then. laughs>
0: oh yeah, he he had a buzz cut in Cable Guy. Huh?
1: Yeah. And, and for some reason, they dyed his hair black in Cable Guy. I never understood that. But, yeah, this like Jim Carrey type, but isn't it strange how much he looks like that Jim Carrey character?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like it's weird,
1: and all of a sudden he transforms into a a old lady, which I couldn't I can't remember if it was supposed to be her grandma or just her mom or I old thought lady. it was supposed to be her mom, yeah, look he was saying you're
0: tearing me apart, mm. Lisa
1: and this <laughs> is where it becomes like the thing, yeah this is where <laughs> oh, it becomes that like stuff is so gross, yeah. She bashes this old lady in the face. The yep. The lady's head, like, explodes. And there's, like, mustard pasta inside <laughs> that goes all over. It, it's actually a lot like Halloween 3 when they, they killed the um, the robots and they had that gooey yeah. yellow shit come out of yeah. them.
0: At first I thought it was, like, peanut butter, but then, mm. like, it's too thin.
1: Too thin, too yellow.
0: Yeah. This was... I thought this part, too, was kind of random. <laughs> But, well, it
1: becomes the, the now it kind of becomes like the thing where these tentacles come out of this headless body of this old dead woman yeah. here, and then the, the, for some reason the the dress is ripped open and you see this bruised, battered, kind of fat old lady Brazier. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, now it's gone.
1: <laughs> smoke's coming out of the body. It's very bizarre. Like this is like the one sequence where I I just didn't get it at all.
0: But, I mean, I mean, as far as it... I mean, it is random, but, like, I don't know. Like, I think it's cool, like, the way they... You know, that body is there, and it's, like, moving around, and, like... Yeah. It's just... I don't know. I love effects like that. Like,
1: and that, so I mean, cool. that's the thing. It's, like, they kind of overuse CGI. It's, like, you know, it's not often that you see practical effects overused like that, but, like, at the very least, even if, like, it's something bizarre like it is in this movie, at the very yeah. least... Somebody had to sit there and physically build it, you know? Yeah.
0: And the mechanisms inside of it to make it do all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, and now he's back to normal.
1: Now he's back to normal. (laughs) And
0: he's wearing the dress. But I
1: didn't understand, like, they both have, like, black soot on their faces now. Like, there was, like, an explosion, (laughs) but there really, like, wasn't. Yeah. And now he's wearing the old lady's dress. Like, I totally...
0: Oh, I didn't notice, too, that the body of the lady was wearing those tennis shoes.
1: Yeah, Yeah, the lady was wearing his shoes. They look so funny. <laughs> yeah, they look like a, a cartoon bomb went off of their faces. <laughs>
0: they just need the hair sticking up. <laughs> yeah. He has Well, he it. does have hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. So now she wants to try and save her friend because she yeah. saw the demon eyes of her boyfriend. But really, she
1: just wants to draw him out. So um, she wants to draw her actually out of the apartment so then she can go in yeah. and, and kill him with the demon dagger. So, like, this movie's starting to get really, like, actually, like...
0: Action-packed. Yeah, action-packed
1: now. (laughs) And now she's a hero. (laughs) Yeah.
0: A demon fighter. (laughs) It's funny.
1: And he he keeps acting bizarre, uh, (laughs) like an old lady almost. He's still acting like the old lady, kind of. No, here, the, you know, the nerd is, like, along for the ride here because he'll do anything this hot woman, you know, asks him to do. But he's wearing a red jacket, too.
0: Oh, yeah. I actually didn't notice that. And it's a bright red jacket, too. Yeah. Huh, that's funny.
1: Everybody mysterious in New York has a red jacket <laughs> on.
0: It's to mislead you. Shh.
1: I know. <laughs> oh, look, there's a hand. I know. <laughs>
0: A hand plays a part in this movie.
1: But it's kind of funny how, like, slowly these scenes play out. Like, they really go in the detail of them wiping their faces off. Yeah. Her friend climbing up the fire escape. That's a giant knife. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's really like a big, um, like, a almost like a vase with a blade <laughs> sticking out of the it's bottom. It's not
0: very practical weapon.
1: <laughs> oh, guess jeans. Whoop. <laughs> oh. Show much trip. <laughs> that was like another thing too in '80s movies <clears throat> that took place in New York. Everybody was going up or coming down fire escapes.
0: And this guy being a creeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that? At first, I thought it was like fake teeth, but then he like blew them
1: like a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it looked like fake teeth. Oh,
0: there's the fake hand.
1: Yeah, all of a sudden he's got a demon hand. He grabs with. So the filmmakers have let it out of the bag now that he is the other demon.
0: Well, not really, because it's just one hand. Now he, this is demon what number seven or eight?
1: But he's just like an old dirty Jesus uh, in this one with nah. like lettuce in his hair. Like, why does he have lettuce all in his hair? Lettuce.
0: Oh yeah. It's like shredded it's like lettuce, cabbage. like from Subway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: I like those wings. <laughs> yeah,
1: it grew wings for like a second and then it went away. But, uh yeah, see, he only has a
0: hand.
1: Yeah, the nerd guy, he just has a demon hand. It's very rubbery looking. And uh he chloroforms a Denny and drags her away. <laughs> so basically now we're getting into the action part of the movie.
0: Now the heroine is in danger.
1: Yeah, Kaz sees Denny being dragged away in the car. Meanwhile Sonia so, wow. so so <laughs> you know, obsessed with trying to stay. There was a great stunt there where Kaz actually jumped all the way down and laying on top of the car. <laughs> I like how the nerd's like,
0: get off, get <laughs> off the car with my demon hand.
1: This is actually great stunt too, the TJ Hooker moment.
0: Yeah, I was impressed by this. Yeah,
1: Kaz is <laughs> on top of the car where he landed. Sonia grabs onto the hood of the car because she's trying to kill Kaz. And then the nerd's driving through New York City pretty fast too. Yeah. And these two stunt people... Which are pretty, the stunt people, they blend in pretty well. Yeah. And then we get, like, close-ups, you know, that were probably on a sound stage or something. But, you know, it's a great action scene of them hanging onto the car as it flies all around. What are you
0: talking about? It's a car going fast, and there's two people on top of it. Right. They were really in danger.
1: Well yeah I mean they were But I mean like Like look when it Cuts to the close up Of them like I mean I'm sure it's Probably like rear Projection background But it don't look Fake or nothing Yeah Not like shit now Where everything Looks obviously Green screen <laughs> Yeah So they speed By a cop car Where the uh I should look up His name The the guy who sells All the snake oil And shit <laughs> he's, in, he's in the back Of the cop car
0: He's finally arrested For shilling His snake oil
1: <laughs> Yeah Oh, his name is actually Fixer. Yeah. Yeah, like how his thing said to fixing and stuff. Yeah. His name is Fixer. hmm But, um, let's see.
0: And she's talking, she's having a conversation with the people in the, in the cop car. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this movie grossed $3.922,273 million in <laughs> the box. The so almost $4 million for this movie. So yeah, Fixer was in the back. He got arrested for something.
0: Well, they're still rolling around on the car.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the cop the, the cop car was trying to chase them, but it crashed. And now here's a oh. here's here's a great stunt too. Like the nerd drives the car oh into a lake, and then the two people on top of the car go flying off <laughs> into the lake, like for real. Yeah. Like there was no, and it was done real time. It wasn't like they were on wires or yeah. slowly fell in. Like they went flying. Now they're going to have a
0: sexy, wet t-shirt fight.
1: Yeah, like her boobs weren't <laughs> coming out enough as it is. <laughs> yeah, they should have given this lady some, like, act, act, you know, um, oh. what do you call it, stunt work classes or whatever. Because, yeah. look, she's just using her boobs as flotation flotation. She, <laughs> she can't do nothing. She did stab him just a little bit. You can kind of see, yeah. like, the blood bag under her shirt, I think. Can't tell if that's what it is.
0: And she's surprised because that knife is supposed to kill demons, but he's not affected
1: by it. Right. Because he's... I think it's because he's, like, possessed.
0: So this is their moment of realization that he's not the demon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, as they watch their friend Denny being dragged away by the other guy. Into the giant, creepy castle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why there's, like, a a giant Romanian castle (laughs) and, like the middle of a park in New York City. <laughs> now the old the old cop shows up.
0: He's taking her to his dungeon.
1: <laughs> and like I was thinking of it the other night we were watching it. I was kinda of going back and forth in my head and tell me what you think about this. I almost think the lady who played Sonya when he put her down, this nerve. when he put her down, he kinda of groped her boobs. That was weird. <laughs> but um jeez. Like, I don't know. Like, I, do, I don't know if I fully bought into the, the the, romantic chemistry between Denny and Kaz in this. Like, <laughs> like I, I was thinking maybe if they had the lady who played Sonya, if they put her in the lead, maybe her and Scott Valentine would have had more chemistry, but I don't know.
0: I got the front. See, there's the fake hand. Yeah. So you still, he's just a human guy.
1: Yeah, just <laughs> pretending. Yeah. He took off his rubber hand. and But it's weird that he was like pretending to be a demon. When like... I don't know. I was so confused. Like is he really still a demon though? I mean at this point.
0: As far as we're in the movie. He was just using that hand to throw people off. I assume as to what he was doing to make it look like it was some sort of animal that was attacking the girls. All right. But at this point we still just think he's a nerdy guy
1: <laughs> evil nerd
0: yeah with somehow a lot of money that owns
1: him. he owns a castle <laughs> cuz it looks like there's like a almost like a Freddy Krueger hand back there with like knives on it yeah like it, a demon hand that has like sharp things on like
0: it. the impression i got of this little laboratory of his yeah. <laughs> was that he like was into making like you know mechanical hand and stuff because yeah he had that one and then he that one looks like it's a work in progress well i
1: mean he clearly was at the very least dressing up like a demon we know for sure because sonya's sister saw him yeah. as a demon
0: yeah that doesn't it's not really clear because yeah and that memory that she had i mean that he looked like a full-out devil demon yeah <laughs> but on here we don't he it's, like, it kind of doesn't match because he just still looks like the nerdy guy. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Like, I think the way they kind of set it up at first where, like, they could... They needed to just stay friends because otherwise he would, like, turn. Sure. Yeah. Like, I kind of just... And then, I don't know, just her whole thing of, like, how she has such a low self-esteem and, like, he kind of... And, like, she's falling for these guys that... Don't really seem like the greatest guys. Because, I mean, he seems like a homeless guy, really. for <laughs> I mean, even if he... I mean, if in the reality of it, oh, they're going to start making out and also he'll turn into his demon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, he basically needs to hulk out and turn into a demon so he can scale up the side.
0: <laughs> and this guy's happy for him, the fixer. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, the fixer guy. Basically, and this is where, like, really it comes into question is, like, Basically, her like him and Sonya basically have to have sex now, like full on sex, for him to turn to a powerful enough demon that he can fly up to this castle and save Denny. So in order, like this is a pretty great scam right here. In order to save Denny, he's got to bang the hell out of uh, oh, well
0: she's in her best it. friend. Oh, and she's my best friend.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and they literally roll away into a freaking swamp <laughs> to have sex, and it's just like. But, but like, that part there where they were having a that conversation, that's why I was wondering if they would have had more chemistry because, like, like, the part where, like, Sonya and Cass have to team up to figure out how to save Denny, like, I don't know. It seemed, it seemed like they were more interested in each other than he was in Denny, actually.
0: But but the F- Sonya character, she's supposed to be, like, saucy and racy. Like, yeah. Denny's character is supposed to be, like, timid and, you know... So I don't see how she, how Sonya would have, you know, the actor yeah. would have fit into the Denny's character to be all pathetic. Yeah, and she, she wouldn't
1: have been pathetic. Yeah. I mean, I think it would have been a slightly different movie. Then it would have been yeah. like, you know, Sonia would have been like the way they played her was like, like it would have been more like she would have to bang the demon out of him or something. But it's just like...
0: (laughs) It would have been a completely different movie.
1: (laughs) Because she was banging the cop, and then the cop was right there and saw them starting to bang. And this was all very... I think this movie's probably like PG-13, because there was never any nudity. They just kept showing her cleavage like all squeezed up. Let me look. Yeah, the box says PG-13. But like, I mean, I don't know. It's just weird how much (laughs) these two... Like, she was into it. She wasn't like... I gotta let some nasty demon bang me. Like, she wanted to get fucked by the demon. So, yeah, here he comes with his wings. And I actually really like these special effects. I think we get... Yeah. I think we get a quick kind of uh, stop motion, like, winged serpent flying away right here. There you go. (laughs) But it's pretty good. Like, they kind of do it in some shadows where you can't see.
0: But, see, she's doing it because she thinks she's... Having sex for the greater good. Right. <laughs> not because she's into him.
1: But she was, like, all excited. It wasn't just like, oh, this demon's climbing on me.
0: Well, they set up her character at the beginning of you know, the way Denny talks to her, saying, I wish I was like you with men, and all this stuff, because yeah. she's super saucy. <laughs> yeah. She's quite comfortable with her sexuality.
1: No, this is definitely not a Time's Up uh, model of, uh, <laughs> you know, like... Like he's rubbing this, the nerd is rubbing this dynamite all over Denny's boobs and hanging her off the side of this building. He's got some legit TNT. Yeah, <laughs> some wily e. coyote dynamite.
0: <laughs> and it's funny too, because yeah, like I always knew about TNT from like the cartoons, but he yeah. actually says the whole name of what it stands yeah. for, and I was like, "Oh, is that what it means?" <laughs> yeah. I've never known what that stood for. <laughs> yeah. And Not, him with his bunk mat lighter.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then we cut to, like, there's actually a sniper with a huge rifle trying to get up into a tree so he can shoot the nerd. <clears throat> but in, you know, commie hygiene fashion, he can't.
0: And she's getting mad at him for sleeping with our friend right there instead of yeah. worrying about this dude with TNT in his hand.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, he had to turn into the demon. <laughs> yeah. Or else they would die. Now, here was a nerd. He's, he likes this this dynamite, he's flipping <laughs> off the cops. Oh. <laughs> then the sniper oh. shoots at him. Kaz grabs the dynamite. This is actually some good comedy hijinks. I gotta give them credit. <laughs> yeah. This makeup looks good, especially from a little bit of a oh. distance away.
0: So the sniper sees his face, and he knows it's the Pazoski. <laughs>
1: yeah, he does. He knows he says the word a Pazoski. <laughs> yeah, because he's some the sniper guy is like I guess the same ethnicity. <laughs> So Kaz is supposed to throw the dynamite oh into the gosh. lake so it can go off and not hurt anybody. But he throws it too hard and it goes to where all the cop cars are. He blows up all the cop cars. Whoops. I have to say, that was a good gag. I didn't see coming. I know. Like, I didn't really know that this movie was going to have that kind of a budget to, like, blow up all these cop cars, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so the whole time they keep hiding this uh, this dagger, Sonya was hiding under her shirt. Now, fixer is hiding under his shirt, and like I don't get why they thought they had to hide it from the cops so much. That dagger,
0: I think. Well, with her, I think it was just because she was trying to find a, a place to put it on her tiny body. Yeah, on her giant because it's so giant. And then him, I mean, it's a weapon, it. really, yeah. <laughs> for him to be seen with something like that.
1: Now, the with, the the cop that the Sonya dates, like like they're on a raid. They're after a dangerous criminal and he's he's carrying her a civilian into a crime scene <laughs> holding her by the hand like
0: all of those people yeah, are is in there except for the cops obviously <laughs> like
1: like this movie has been like pretty wacky but like it, this it's really getting like cartoon levels now yeah like in a good way intentional way like yeah like i like the first 20 30 minutes i didn't know if this movie is going to you know be worthwhile or whatever but like it, i have to say all this shit at the end really makes it memorable
0: it's funny you could tell that's him, too. Especially yeah. with that face that he made after he threw the dynamite onto the cars, where he's like ah, with oh, yeah. his mouth wide open. Like you could tell the way he was moving, it was him.
1: Yeah, and they're they're all climbing on the roof of this castle, which I was impressed by.
0: So here's gonna be the moment of truth. Yep. Oh, he's
1: Superman! Yeah, the nerd <laughs> blows. The nerd ha, does have some superpowers. He blows cold breath on kaz which blows him against the. It blows everybody. Like really, everybody's yeah. like, oh, he's actually blowing him off the rooftop.
0: He's blowing him up. Up, uh, yeah. <laughs> which I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I guess he could have fallen down. Yeah. He saved himself.
1: Yeah, Kez is having a demon <laughs> heart attack right now. The nerd is just he's laughing. Just laughing. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's just playing jokes. This be scary. <laughs> oh no, he's getting down to the nitty gritty.
1: Yeah. Going to start <laughs> doing some magico.
0: Oh.
1: Oh, he's blowing on his thumb.
0: <laughs> Talking about some wily coyote.
1: <laughs> wow. Talk about special effects. His oh, whole cheeks God. are blowing up.
0: Oh.
1: Oh. <laughs> he blew Where's up. was the, the devil no, guy. The, so he really was, the, and that's what threw what? off was. Why would a real demon be wearing a rubber demon hand? Why was he joking around so much if he was a real demon? That's which, what which I was, he was saying.
0: That's what I was saying. Like it's so it's confusing. Misty, yeah.
1: But now the little kind of fat round nerd is like a big tall buff guy. <laughs> like I almost think this this could have been an early Brian Thompson role. <laughs> Now, here he is. He's shooting lightning bolts into Kaz, and then Kaz kind of transforms from his um, gargoyle-looking demon. Uh Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah, Sonya's flashing her boobs. I mean, not literally flashing, but kind of rubbing her (laughs) chest out.
0: But he didn't... Why was she doing that?
1: (laughs) To try, I think to try to get him to turn back into a demon because he was like losing his demon power. You slowly transform back to human, but
0: it didn't work.
1: <laughs> no, this is a pretty elaborate makeup on the other guy, though. He has gold fingers. He has like snakes coming out. Yeah, like it's actually like a oh, real character. Are
0: the eyes supposed to be skulls?
1: <laughs> they look like it. They look like little heads. So this is kind of like the whatever, because, like... The big fight. Yeah, Cass has to fight him. Oh,
0: he broke his back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cass has to fight him as just a regular guy. He's not a demon anymore. He has to fight this giant demon. Oh. See, that's why, that's why I like <laughs> I like uh, about, eight, you know, 80s movies or whatever. It's like, they're more legit. Like, you know, the beginning of this movie, it seemed kind of cheap. Like, they were just always walking around the streets and stuff at the end, you have all these costumes, all this makeup. Yeah. There's, oh. Yep. Fixer throws Kaz the dagger. <laughs> Move out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he just push some police <laughs> the woman out like bitch, get out of the way. Oh. Stab his foot. <laughs> yeah, it's the stabbing with the dagger. But I feel like this evil demon guy, he really oh. screws up in that he keeps toying with Kaz. Yeah. Keep giving him every more and more chance to beat him.
0: <laughs> He's cheering for him.
1: <laughs> I know. The cop's mad that everybody's cheering for him.
0: <laughs> They're speaking. saying, no, he should just walk away.
1: <laughs> yeah. Lots of force. Big budget of uh, force lightning here, like yeah, the yeah. Emperor from Star Wars. <laughs> Finally, Kaz stabs him in the heart with a dagger. Ooh! Kaz gets Ooh. thrown. He gets flying Dang. across comically. Oh. Oh. Hanging off the side of the castle. This <laughs> is very exciting for a comedy. It is comedy, rom com,
0: action, thriller. I, I feel horror like, movie. Yeah, I feel
1: like maybe they were inspired by Ghostbusters with this movie in terms of just having all these supernatural hijinks. <laughs>
0: Sonia excited.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she's so think? happy. I'm telling you, like I think, I think Sonia's like in love with them. <laughs> oh gosh, she Yep. Yeah. The demon guy, he pulled out the dagger and then he blew up. Turns turned, like, Yay. all good 80s, <laughs> you know, things. He turns into a rotoscope, animated, like, <laughs> lightning bolt, demon, whatever thing flying around. He's dead. Everybody's, you know, saying their final words, walking away. You know, like, oh, what a crazy adventure. Like, literally 20 cops just witnessed the... Supernatural battle and like I like how like nobody like like they're just walking away leaving Denny and Kaz there, like nobody's like, Hey, you gotta come down the station to make a statement. Like nothing. They're just like, Oh, that shit's over. Well
0: they're not even like, Oh, did you see that? Yeah. Oh man, that was crazy. <laughs> like
1: they're just like, Okay, we're done. Let's watch Yeah, out. I, like everybody, like was, even the street cops. Oh. Now
0: he's ready to go to prom.
1: Yeah, Kaz, <laughs> his dirty, like, shit that he wears turned into, like, nice clothes all of a sudden through magic. I, g- I guess when his clothes turned nice, that was like the curse was lifted.
0: Okay, so the thing went away, and it's just them two by themselves. Mm-hmm. So where did it go?
1: <laughs> where did what go?
0: The demon or whatever, his curse.
1: The Pazuki. Yeah. <laughs> Well, remember, remember they said like it will go to somebody close to you or whatever.
0: I know, but there was nobody around,
1: just her. Right, but like, but like, look, like you got to see like who ends up getting the power passed to them.
0: I know, but he said that the thing is if whoever's closest to you. But I wouldn't say he was cl- the person that gets it is close to him.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the big reveal here in a second. Is like, like here he oh. sees that the Pazuski's gone. Look
0: at my penis. <laughs> yeah. Look at my dick and my pants. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
1: but yeah, but, but we see it's Fixture. But Fixture was the one who threw him the knife. So.
0: Oh. But the knife thing didn't have anything to do with Kim getting rid of the.
1: Oh my gosh, I thought he was trying to take her clothes <laughs> off. <laughs> I know, that's what I thought when we watched the other night.
0: But the knife thing didn't have anything to do with his curse.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's very random. But, I mean, that's what <laughs> happened, though. I mean,
0: that's what I was kind of confused with, with, the, yeah. with his thing getting lifted.
1: <laughs> well, there's even kind of the worry that they're afraid that Denny might get the curse, you know? But here we see Fixer has a oh, demon powers. Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> And he gets horny, and you now he's running after the female guy. He's getting ready to do do something. Uh, times up there, but there's there's <laughs> there's there's still power with uh, Kaz, because he makes the doors automatically open there. Yeah, so. that,
0: I noticed that too. Everybody
1: has a little bit of demon power in this movie. <laughs> demon power goes around. Everybody have a good time.
0: Well, otherwise, that wouldn't be her demon lover.
1: Exactly. <laughs> The movie ends with them kissing and we're watching them through the uh, the windows here. And for
0: some reason he wants to turn all the lights on. Yeah, she's
1: trying to turn them off so she can bone. <laughs> he, he wants to be wacky, like comic relief guy.
0: He wants everybody to see their silhouettes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because if you pull the drapes down or the blind, whatever it is. And then you leave all the lights on, then everybody can see your romantic uh, silhouette kissing <laughs> outside.
0: And they lived happily ever after. And you can really see them mouthing
1: it up. Yep, they're mouthing. <laughs> now the movie ends. Whoa! <laughs> now we cut to the wacky montage. Like, the movie ends with like a montage of all his best <laughs> weird demon moments. Like, it's really just like... Um, how they show the actors at the end again and then say they show their name, but like they really show like a lot of highlights. So yeah, so like I mean I remember Renee this Renee
0: Paquette as Danny.
1: Yep. <laughs> Denny looks just like Renee Paquette.
0: Jimmy Kimmel's dad.
1: Yeah. As Charles. Shecky Kimmel as Charles. <laughs> See, and like, they just show all the stuff of Sonya being a slut. <laughs> there's Sonya's 62-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> like, I'm sure he could really hold that. Alan, Alan Fudge. Fudge. Oh. Larry Bud moment. <laughs> like, literally, literally, he had like a two-second cameo. Here we go. What? Fixer. They're replaying him becoming the demon. Arnold Johnson as Fixer. <laughs> But yeah, there's a. I mean, obviously the burly cop. Wow, what a great uh, title. Dude. Who was Chip and BB. Yeah, I don't know who. Bomb were. on Denny Street. <laughs> yeah, I remember who that guy was.
0: Young Kaz.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, in the flashback.
0: Leggy redhead, anemic counter girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was somebody who played the. Le- somebody played the leggy redhead.
0: Megella.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But there, there is a lot of these movies back then. There was one that was like it wasn't like a madcap comedy; it was taken more a little seriously. I can't remember the name of it, but I used to see it on cable all the time. There was actually a movie about a guy who, um, like a like a beautiful angel woman, crashes in his like uh, <laughs> garden or whatever, and he takes her in, and uh, they fall in love and stuff, and like. Like, I don't know which one came first, that movie or this one, but this was kind of like the opposite where it was like a demon and it was like all madcap and goofy and stuff. So I definitely think, you know, as far as like a movie that was released, like, you know, this wasn't like a trauma movie. It wasn't like a super schlocky, whatever, like it was actually put out by, you know, new line, respectable movie studio at the time. I think it's definitely one of the most, uh, and I'm sure it is meant to be shocking and weird and whatever. But I think it's one of the most original ideas for a romantic comedy type, you know? Yeah. And it was a little rough in spots, especially early on. But I mean, I don't know. It, it, like it actually ended up being better than I thought it was going to be.
0: It was interesting. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's definitely different, and it kind of like. It was all over the place. Um, and some parts definitely had, like, that Porky's vibe to it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that you would get, like, almost, like, zapped with, uh, Scott Baio. <laughs>
0: uh...
1: How he, he he got, like, some demonic powers. But but that was, like, a very R-rated movie where he was just, like, making every girl's shirt fall off and shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whereas, like, this was very much, you know, PG-13, but it was it was trying to be more for, like, guys. and I felt like this movie was really trying to appeal to both guys with the wacky humor and women with the romantic storyline and all that.
0: Yeah, and the girlfriend, like, yeah. the best friend and all that.
1: Like, you can always tell... That, like, a movie is trying to appeal to women when it's, like, a love thing, but, like, the woman in the movie, like, isn't really hot, you know what I mean? <laughs> gotcha. Like, it's just, like, like an average, normal-looking, you know?
0: She has to be relatable, you mean?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, down-to-earth, I'd say, but I think that's the best way to put it.
0: Relatable the way Rey is in Star Wars?
1: Well, Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna give him that, but... <laughs> I don't think Ray's very relatable because, like, <laughs> she doesn't emotionally connect with anyone. If you notice, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Finn has a crush on her. Like, she she doesn't even acknowledge. She, she's too busy being powerful and womanly. She can't acknowledge anybody's affection.
0: Relatable, like Captain America when he's not wearing his helmet and his his uniform. His I just see his mouth uniform. acting. Yeah. Yes. Or like Spider Man when he takes his mask off. <laughs>
1: well, filmed at Rinmar Studios, Hollywood, California. So I guess they didn't really film this in New York.
0: There was a um at the when they were on the credits earlier with the stunts, it said LA stunt team and New York stunt. Oh yeah. Maybe they
1: maybe they did the street stuff at the uh, in New York and then shot all the indoor stuff at that studio. But yeah, Demon Lover. I think it's I really recommend, you know, we'll be putting this uh uh you know, podcast out a couple of days before Valentine's Day. Yeah. I really recommend everybody, you know, hit the hit the Amazon or wherever uh wherever <laughs> fine archive DVDs from <laughs> Warner Brothers or <are> soul. <laughs> Order this up, you know, get get a bottle of champagne, play with oh your, play gosh. with your woman. You know, <laughs> listen to this.
0: Guys, I recommend you watch this maybe the night before Valentine's Day, (laughs) not on the day of.
1: Not the day, not for the big event. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine some guy handing like his girlfriend or wife like the (laughs) the box of chocolates and the DVD of my Demon Lover.
0: Unless you know that your woman really freaking loves you and your wacky taste of movies, I suggest you watch it the day before.
1: (laughs) Watch it the day before. Just to close it out, because it seems like the back has a pretty... back has a pretty funny description of the movie. And I think it's like a good way. The tagline they put on it... Well, the tagline on the actual poster, the actual poster is... Him holding Denny and then, like, he's got, like, a demon hand. And then there's some kind of weird, like, yarn fuzzy tail coming out that, like, he never had in the movie.
0: But it's, like, the tail's, like, curled over his head around his head like a halo. Yeah,
1: it's very bizarre. (laughs) Uh, On the poster it says, she was a dream come true. He was a good reason not to go to sleep. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) The back says it's a monstrously funny romance. And this is the description they put Scott Valentine, TV's family ties, and Michelle Little So I guess they don't put anything she was in, I guess she wasn't anything big. <laughs> and Michelle Little discover that true love has many faces and occasionally claws.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: In the frightly, frightfully funny romance My Demon Lover, the happy go lucky but lonely Kaz Valentine is looking for love when he meets Denny Little. A cute, kind hearted gal with the uncanny ability to attract, attract stray pets and down and out boyfriends. Oh my god. Denny is sure she's met the man of her dreams when she sweeps Kaz off the streets and into her heart. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's not exactly a match made in heaven because Kaz has a slight problem. Every time he's turned on, he becomes an animal, literally, complete with horns, fur, and sometimes a
0: tail. Oh, and maybe some claws.
1: <laughs> will Kaz ever be able to shake this curse, and will Denny finally bring out the best, not the beast, in her man? Who oh <laughs> came up with all these shitty puns? <laughs> Find out in this monstrously hilarious film. That's a great description. I think that's the best way to sum up this movie. Hey,
0: that would wrangle me in better than any description of any current movie now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So that's it for the Valentine's Day special. I hope you enjoy my day lover. You know, the thing that's actually kind of interesting and what you wouldn't think about is sometimes like we get comments either on Facebook or on iTunes. That's another thing, guys. If any of you guys have an iTunes account or whatever, uh, do us a favor and leave us a review. It really helps us out. I don't think we've had a review in like six or seven months maybe longer so if you we have, I think we have 18 reviews up right now if you guys could go up there and leave us a review really appreciate it but sometimes like people will say like oh i listened because of this episode or whatever and now i like the show and it's like yeah. it's like the the real obscure ones that like you know like someone's a an obscure one and i'll be like oh i don't I don't know if anybody'll like know this movie or like it or whatever.
0: I know, sometimes I'll ask you like, Oh, what movie are you gonna do for the show and you like say this movie the movie title I'm like, What? Really? I was like are you sure somebody's gonna listen to that?
1: Yeah. And it's like and if you watch the um besides like all the like the more recent ones we did or the big name ones, like uh like like right now a lot of the older ones that are getting downloaded is like one of the most downloaded ones is when we talked about the movie Clue Bye. which was never a big hit at all. It was really actually I think kind of famous for being a flop. So yeah, so if you're one of those people who actually like my demon lover and you like, you know, came to the episode and discovered the show that so so thank you like I re- I really like people, you know, because I find a lot of podcasts that cover, you know, obscure films that way. So if you came here because you're my Demon Lover fan, more power <laughs> do you. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, you know, I hope you guys and I hope it inspires other people to go, you know, maybe get maybe pick up the DVD or, or I think you can rent it digitally as well in different ways. It's three bucks on one of these services to watch this movie. I don't think you'll be disappointed at all. So, everybody, thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time. What did you think about being here on the Movie Graveyard? Did you have a good time?
0: Yeah, I did. It was a fun movie to review (laughs) because it was so silly and all kinds of crazy stuff happened. So, it was cool.
1: All right, everybody. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time in the Movie Graveyard.